0: Jesus' mighty name, I thank you, I praise you tonight, praise God, that the word of Almighty God will go forth in the power and authority and the clarity of the Spirit. I thank you this day that our God shall glorify the Lord Jesus Christ in this service, and we thank you in advance for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Turn with me tonight, if you will, to the Sixth chapter of the book of Hebrews. Hebrews, the sixth chapter. Hebrews 6.1 said, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrines of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and faith towards God of the doctrines of, doctrine of baptisms, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. This is the doctrines of Christ. One of the doctrines of Christ is the laying on of hands. You know, we around the Pentecostal circles, we believe in laying on of hands, and that the laying on of hands is an ordained doctrine of Almighty God, but it's also a way of transmitting the anointing of Almighty God. Jesus said, go ye and wait in Jer- Jerusalem till you're endued with power from on high. Acts 1.8 said, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be a witness unto me. See, praise God. This power, this deutemous power is transmittable. It is transferable. Unless a person understands this, he'll never operate in that. He'll always want somebody else to do the laying on the hands. But when he understands, as Jesus said in the 7th chapter of the book of, uh, of John, 37 through the 39th verse, he said, That last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried with a loud voice, Come unto me, all you that thirst, and drink for." Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. This spake he of the Holy Spirit, that those that believe should receive and, the, and and those that believe on him should receive for he had not been glorified yet. Praise be unto God. He's actually saying just out of your innermost being shall flow something after the Holy Ghost comes on you. See, when you receive Jesus, it is a well of water springing up unto eternal life. You're born again by the Holy Ghost. It is a work of the Holy Spirit when you get saved. It is springing up on the inside of you a spring of water, a well of water unto eternal life. But when you're baptized in the Holy Ghost, out of you shall flow rivers of living water. Amen. It is a baptism of service. It is a baptism where by out of you shall flow the supernatural deutermous power of Almighty God. Hallelujah. So laying on our hands is like God's booster cables or God's jumper cables. Amen. You can get a boost. You know, a lot of people, now listen close to me, a lot of people has to have people to lay hands on them on a regular basis because they can't hold a charge very long. Do you know that? A lot of people can't hold. Now, they should not be like that. That shouldn't be. That shouldn't be the way it is, but that's the way a lot of it is, and they have to have a charge on a regular basis or they can't maintain a level of Christian walk. Do you know that? But. That's why we're called a body, and there's some weaker and some stronger. They shouldn't be like that, but that's the way it is. Amen. Amen. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. In won't we just turn over to Mark the sixteenth chapter? I can quote it, but it, you know it's good to look at it and, and read it for yourself. Mark the sixteenth chapter. Mark the sixteenth chapter. Look in the fifteenth verse. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the good news, the gospel to every creature. Go preach the good news. Amen. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm them. They shall lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover. Now that's part of the gospel message. That's part of the gospel. Amen. He said, go preach the good news. Part of preaching the good news is that you lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. These signs shall follow them that believe. See, those believers they've been endued with power from on high, out of the innermost being shall be transmitted how? By the laying on of jumper cables. By the laying on of hands shall transmit living water, praise God, this life-giving substance that comes straight from the throne room of Almighty God. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. You know, when hands are laid on people, they must be able to hold a charge. Do you understand what I'm saying? How many of you ever had a, a battery that was weak? You know, and, and you, you know, maybe push your car and get it started downhill and get it to running, built up a little bit, you know, and, and you park just a little bit and time you get out and it says, you you know, you know. And you say, oh, oh, oh. You know what I'm saying? And the battery's gotten weak. See? How many of you know a dead battery won't, won't, won't take a charge? Won't do any good? I've charged up a dead battery. You can charge it up, but the first time you use this, it, it's gone again. See? Do you know that? It won't, it won't hold up. You've got to prepare your spirit just like you prepare a battery to hold a charge. Amen? I've got trolling motors that I use when I fish, and I keep them charged up. i got battery cables I hook up and a battery charger all the time that keeps this battery going, and if I'm using another battery, I keep them swapped out where I'll have a hot battery all the time. Amen? If you don't have a hot battery, you're going to get up. One time I got off, I carried my wife. I carried my wife and, and, and a I just throw the boat in, trolling motor, and, and battery, and, and, and I, I, I ran about three miles with a trolling motor. We was fishing along, we was catching some fish, and she was hanging up so much, and I, I told her, I said, honey, let me tell you what do. Now, them fish ain't around this bank, around this tree. They Sometimes they're right out in the middle, right here. Try that. You know, you can't hang up out in the middle. She threw out there and brought one in and weighed five and a half. I said, let me get out there with that thing now. <laughs> No, get on the bank. Huh? No. But we got off about, we was about three, three and a half miles from the truck. And when we started back, that battery said, yo, yo, yo. And I had that paddle and I said, yo, yo, yo. Try it down there. Push it. I had a big, that old big boat I let you have, James. I'm telling you, that thing's heavy. And I'm three miles from the truck. How many of you ever paddle three miles? Huh? Amen. Three miles, I'm talking about paddling. A big old heavy boat. I mean, it don't have a rake in it, it's chopped off, and every time you move it's plowing in the water. Do you know what I'm saying? Amen. And the battery, see, the battery is down. It's supposed to be hot, but it was wore out. It was weak, see. I got the wrong battery. I had two that were black batteries and I got the one that was wore out. Now it was charged up, man. It run good for a while, but it didn't hold a charge. And when I started back, it wouldn't pull, and, there, and I'd let it rest for about five minutes. I'd, I'd paddle about 100 yards, and then I'd turn the, the uh, uh, throwing motor on again, and it'd pull me about 50 yards, and it, you know, it'd be paddling for a while, and then it just finally uh, I could just blow and it'd go faster, you know? So I, I'd paddle about another 100 yards or a half a mile and then it, and it'd build up a little bit and it'd go just a little ways,, you know? and it' a "Y yeah. it'd start off go, yin yeah, and yin. Yeah. And I paddled. And I had blisters in my hand. But she didn't know how to paddle, see. You'll get someone who don't know how to paddle, they paddling against you, see. <laughs> Amen. I'd paddle on one side and I look back, I said, Why? And we'd be going out to get on the other side, you know. Do you understand what I'm saying? Anyway. Anyway, the battery was no good. The battery would not hold a charge. Do you know a lot of times people will not hold a charge? I've seen people, I've laid hands on them, they would be instantly healed and they lose their healing before they go set down. Do you know that? They lose their healing before they get set down. I know people that you lay hands on, get the healing power God upon them. I know a lot of times I've laid hands on people and it won't even go into them. They won't even take a charge. Do you know that? They won't even take a charge. It won't even go in. I know, I know. I told you about this morning. I laid hands on a little girl over and... and, and uh, uh, McGee, Arkansas in the Delta. We was holding a meeting over there and they brought a little girl who had cerebral palsy. Two people brought her up there, dragging her. She couldn't walk. She was slaughtered. I laid hands on her. She, bam, the peeling power of God went into her. She stood straight up just like that and began to walk around and just about 10, 15 seconds, that power came back out of her. It wouldn't stay in her. It would not stay in her. And it came back out of her. And it went back into me and I couldn't, I couldn't stand up then. See? The Fellows with me had to hold me up for a while. I couldn't, it's kinda like I had inner ear trouble. I was trying to, and you know, you can't minister much when you're going back and forth. You understand that? Yes. Amen. Amen. Why would not this power go in? Why wouldn't it stay in? Do you understand that? I know people that you can lay hands upon, been saved, filled with the Holy Ghost 50 years and will not take a charge of the healing power of God. It won't stay in them. Yeah. See, you can, you can short circuit the word of Almighty God and the anointing of Almighty God. You can short circuit it. Do you know that? You can short circuit it with wrong thinking. You can do it with wrong talking. You can do it with wrong acting. You can do it a lot of ways. Praise be unto God. You know, to prepare a battery. You ever bought a new battery? and bought, They usually put the acid in them already. See, and all you have to do is add the water to it. But you've got to prepare that battery to hold a charge. Do you know that? You know, most batteries won't, don't come here hot. Do you know that? You have to put, uh, uh, charge them up. Amen. And it's the same way with your spirit. To hold a charge of the anointing of Almighty God that will drive out anything that ails you, sickness, disease, any kind of habit, bless God, you've got to be able to hold a charge. You've got to prepare it. Amen. You've got to put the water in there. You've got to put the word of Almighty God in there so much, bless God, that it's activated on the inside of you, praise God. Hallelujah. That acid's got to be rolling. Amen? Amen. Turn with me, if you will, to Hebrews, the fourth chapter. Hebrews, the fourth chapter. Look in the twelfth verse. It said, For the word of God is quick. Now, that don't mean the word of God's fast. You know... The word quick is an old English word. You know, this Bible was translated out of the Greek into uh, uh, old English. See, And uh, quick just means like you've pulled a fingernail off in the quick. Well, you know that it's alive then, don't you? That's what it means. See, Praise God. The Word of God's alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing and even to dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the heart. Haman translates that, said, for the word of God has a living energy. See, if you'll understand this, the word of God has a living energy. Living Bible said it's full of living power. Hudson said the word of God is living and active. Juan said alive and active. Cotton Patch said, for the word of God is alive with energy. So if you understand this that if you will put something on the inside of you that is alive and active, praise God it is a receptacle of the supernatural power of Almighty God and when two forces meet blessed be God, there's gonna make a change, hallelujah and when the jumper cables hands are laid on you, your spirit will draw the supernatural power of Almighty God, it'll hold it there because they're Heart is full of the word of Almighty God. Amen. Can you say amen? Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise be unto God. See, listen close now. A lot of people try to hold a charge or try to receive the blessings of Almighty God on yesterday's blessings they had. Well, brother son, I got the Holy Ghost 50 years ago. Well, so what? Well, I'm you, know when I was 14 years old, I got healed of rheumatic arthritis. Well, good, praise God, that's wonderful. What have you got here lately? Oh, I ain't been healed not a time since. You cannot live on yesterday's blessings. Amen. You cannot receive today on what you received on yesterday, the day before, or Aunt Sookie's blessing. Amen. Do you know that? Amen. Amen. Well, Brother Sullen, hallelujah. You know, my little brother, when he was six years old, we prayed for him and the Lord healed him. I know healing's right. I know miracles right. You cannot live on yesterday, yesteryear's blessing. It has to be current. It has to be fresh. It has to be alive. Now, praise be unto God. It can't be something that happened to someone else you heard of. You know, I can read the Bible and I've told the Lord many times. I I, I thank God for everything Jesus did but I'm not looking for everything Jesus did back there when he walked the shores of Galilee. I want to see him do it now, today. I mean right now. Not something I heard about but something I know about that Jesus himself is doing today. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Holding a charge holding a charge praise be unto God you know to hold a charge you've got to get the word of God into you to a, the proportion that when it the spirit of God hear, uh, the Spirit your spirit on the inside when you hear the word of God that it activates it the word of God will make it active active do you know God doesn't heal you out here on, in the physical did you know that He doesn't just heal your hide out here in your physical body. He heals you from the inside out. Physical healing, doctors heal out here. Do you know that? They treat the symptoms. They treat the hurts out here. But God, when he starts his healing, it's from the inside out. He starts working in your spirit out. Praise God. That's where God lives, on the inside of you. Hallelujah. No, he doesn't heal your spirit. Your spirit is not sick. It's a brand new creation. Say, you're brand new. Your spirit's not sick. It's not got hate in it. It's not got unforgiveness. It's not got anything in it. If it did, it'd be in Jesus, wouldn't it? Amen. Your spirit is made perfect and God himself lives on the inside of you, but when the word of God is heard with the intent of acting upon it, it will activate the spirit of God and it will work just like an old water pump. Have you ever seen an old jacuzzi water pump? It lets pump that water right on out. The power of God, your spirit, will pump that healing virtue of God right out of your spirit to any part of your body that is affected, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God, praise God. So, how am I going to get that word in? I'm going to have to study, aren't I? Study to show myself approved. Study the word. Listen to tapes. Meditate. Do you know? I doubt that 2% of the Christian world knows anything about meditation. Do you know that? You know, he told Joshua, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you'll meditate therein day and night. Then you're going to make your way prosperous, then you're going to have good success. It'll work the same way today. Same identical way today. It works just like that. Say, well, how do you meditate? You need to learn to meditate. You need to learn to meditate. He said, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. It's talking the word of God to yourself. Talking it to yourself. Continually talking. Confessing it out loud to yourself. Speaking to yourselves in hymns and songs, spiritual songs, and making melody in your heart unto the Lord. That's meditating on our God. Hallelujah. Meditating, meditating, meditating. You know, a few years back, 10, 12 years ago, uh, it went all over the full gospel movement about confession. And everybody was confessing. They was confessing everything but they didn't understand confession. They'd confess anything. You know, one faith preacher was at our house one time, and, he, and my wife said, "Whoa, tomorrow will really be cold. It's going to be frost on, on the pocket tomorrow. He said, I rebuke that in Jesus' name. Won't be no frost on my pocket. Well, what'd that have to do with anything? I mean, just confess, you know, just confess. Like rosary or something. I got a Cadillac. Hail Mary full of Cadillac. Hail Mary full of gays. I got a Cadillac. I got a Cadillac. I got a Confess time. Just confess it over and 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 call that confession. That's not confession. Confession is saying the same thing that our God says. It's speaking what He says. Amen. Find out what He says. Amen. Amen hallelujah had one fellow uh, he, he called himself making a, a, a bold confession I was going to a little church him and his wife you know they wanted a, a new van and so he'd get up every Sunday and say I've got a new van do preachers say what's on it oh and he'd go through his little spill he had a tape player in, he had captain seats he had all this carpet this everything you, ever you ought to heard what all he had he's confessing I've got that I'd get out there and look up and down the road. I see an old ragged Willis Jeep down there you've been riding in, is what I see. So he up and gives his car away. See, he'd heard just enough. You know, if God don't tell you to give your car away, you better keep your car you be walking. Do you know that? If you're giving something away just where you can get something else, that's still wrong, isn't it? Amen. Now, if you're giving financially into the kingdom of God, that's, that's a promise of Almighty God. Give and it shall be given unto you, good measure. But if God don't tell you to give your house away, I know a fellow one time gave his house away. Got all his furniture, bed clothes, everything. He had them out. I know. He gave to a fellow who was working for me. He you know, and and, and they was in the charismatic mood. and and and, and uh, there he was, out on the had his furniture, had his bedding, had his mattresses, had all his clothes out on the out on the sidewalk. They was gonna rent a U-Haul, but before the U Haul got there, it come a downpour. And his mattresses got wet. And he, all his stuff got wet. And he got wet. And he got mad at God. I wasn't even saved, and I had better sense than that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Confession ain't, I got a new house. Confession ain't, I got this and I got that. Bless God, confession is finding out what God says, meditating, talking that over and over and over in your spirit till it becomes real in your life. Whatever you find in the word of God that God promised you, you can have it, praise God. If you need a new home, how many of you know God will get you a new home? If you need a new car, that is a need, praise praise God. That's not some luxury, it's a need now. Usually two cars, usually three cars. Amen. That's a need. God will bless you with that. You've got scripture, my God will meet my every need. See, hallelujah. Praise be unto God. But just to give something away, to get something back, that won't work. This fellow, he was leading singing, him and his wife at this little church we was going to, every day he'd get up and confess, every Sunday... I got a new van. Oh, he'd tell about this Dodge van. He wanted a Dodge van. Oh, it was loaded. He had a, I've got it. Now, if he'd have said, I'm believing God for it, we got something else now. I can believe with you, brother. I'll mix my faith with you all the way. But I get up and tell, that's called a lie. It's like having a cancer hanging off my arm, big as a baseball, and say, look at that. I don't have a cancer. See, that's a lie. See, that's a lie. Yeah, but I don't, I, I don't confess I got it. I don't care what you confess you got You got it. It's on you. I don't care what you confess. Amen. Amen? Now, there is a higher confession that says, if you will meditate on the Word, confess the Word of God, you can have what you say. Now, you got to have what you say according to the Word of Almighty God. Amen. You don't just go around and say, I got a new Cadillac. Oh, me. Hail Mary full of... You know, just over and over and over and over and over and that kind of stuff. See, that's not, that's not confession. Amen. This guy got up. He made his confession about the van. Amen. He'd done that for weeks. Never did get one. He finally gave his car away. Now he don't have no car. He's leading the singing. One, one Sunday morning, a preacher come to me. and said, where's such and such? He said, they ain't got here yet. Well, I don't know where they're at. Well, so, reckon what we're going to do? What we're going to do? I said, I ain't going to do nothing. Because I don't, I don't care if you're saying or not. <laughs> you know, it didn't make me no difference, you know? So, he said, What are we going to do? What are we going to do? I said, I ain't going to do nothing. About that time, I heard a clap of lightning and thunder. Boom! It rattled the building. I mean, here come a downpour. They didn't show up. About 15 minutes, I went to the door and looked down the road. And here they come, hair, ringing wet, looked like a wet rat, and they was pumping bicycles built for two. They was pumping this thing. I'm telling you right. I said, y'all drove up on your van, I see. He was like, thanks. You drove up on your new van, didn't you? (laughs) Hallelujah. You know, they never did get that van. You know that? They went to another part of the country and come back. Finally, they done made that claim so bad around everybody. They went down and charged a $20,000. I'm talking about 15 years ago, $20,000 is a lot of money. I'm talking, they went not charged a, 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 a $20,000 van, a Dodge van. That's when they'd let you have them for nothing down. They put the nothing down and got it and drove off with the thing. Bless God and rode it around for 30 days before they come got it. <laughs> Amen. Well, how come? Because wrong teaching. But wrong thinking. See, wrong thinking. Wrong teaching. Confession is right. Confession is right. You can have what you say. Jesus said so. And you better get your tongue lined up or you'll never receive the blessings of Almighty God. You'll never will. You'll not hold a charge of Almighty God. You'll not hold on to what you're yours unless you get your thinking. And you're talking and you're acting right. Amen. You've got to line those three up in that order. You've got to talk right. You've got to think right. And you've got to act right. You've got to get those lined up. Amen. You've got to have right teaching. You've got to think right. If you don't think right, you know what it'll do? It'll short circuit the power of Almighty God. It'll short your battery out. Amen. It'll short it out. If you've got the wrong talking, I've seen folks, blessed be God, talked to a young lady the other day. She is sick. She is sick as a yard dog. Looked like she needed to eat a little grass or something. You know, she is so sick. Do you know what I'm saying? How come she's sick? Because she's got resentment. Does she know the Word of God? Yes, she knows the Word of God. She can quote it eight ways from Sunday. Himself took my infirmities and bare my sickness. She knows that to be true. Been healed many times. Been blessed many times. But resentment short circuit the power of God. Amen. You need to think you're going to just go through life, just live any kind of old way you want to, and just do anything you want to, be mad half the time, glad half the time, sad half the time, and expect the blessings of God to flow in your life, and it won't do it. It will not do it. Amen. He said, blessed is the man that standeth that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly and standeth in the way of sinners nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. See, you can't run around gossip all the time. You can't run around talking about people all the time. You can't be resentful. Do you know that? I'll look at people and tell you right quick whether they're going to receive or not. I've seen folks that look so bitter and mean, bless God, you, Jesus couldn't have got them healed. Do you know that? Amen. Amen. You talk to them just a little bit and they're they on the defensive about everything. You ever seen people like that? Well, you couldn't get nothing done there. Their spirit's out of, out of whack. They ain't got nothing going for them. Can you say amen? amen? Amen. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Meditating on the Word of God. Turn with me, if you will, uh, to Ephesians, the fifth chapter. Praise be unto God. Now, I know this ain't the biggest, strongest teaching you ever heard, but I'm going to tell you what it'll do. If you'll take heed to what I'm telling you about, I'll teach you how to hold a charge, praise God, and stay ready to receive a charge any time. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Ephesians, the fifth chapter. Look in the seventeenth verse. Wherefore be ye not unwise but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be ye filled with the Spirit. Now, in the literal Greek, it just meant be ye being filled, continually staying full of the Spirit of Almighty God. How are you going to stay full of this? Speaking to yourselves in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart, the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? That's how you're going to stay full. Making melody in your heart. Continually praising God. You see someone's always sad and sad sack around everything. You can't get nothing done. They couldn't hold a charge you prayed for. Do you know that? You couldn't get nothing done. You ever seen old sad Sam Barry? There used to be a, a little cartoon, old sad Sam. Did you ever see him? How are you today? Fine. Nice day today, Sam. Yes. Yeah. Would you move your umbrella? Thank you. You know. Amen. You, couldn't get, you can't get nothing done with people like that. You can't, well, what are you going to do? Unless they have a spirit of repentance, you are wasting your time. Do you understand that? How are they going to have? You've got to pray and ask the Lord to grant them repentance. Unless a person is willing to repent and to get things right, if a person's in strife and confusion and if he's in bitterness about things, they will never hold a charge. Amen. They can't hold a charge. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Well, how are you going to hold a charge? Listen to him. He says, speak unto yourselves in hymns and songs, spiritual songs. You know, that's why we sing. Do you know that? That's why we sing before we preach. We ain't just trying to sing you happy where I'll get up here and be able to preach. Do you know that? Amen. I'm not trying to get y'all worked up in a, in a mood ready to receive. That's not what we're doing. See, when we're singing, we're in one accord. Do you know what? When they got to singing over there in one accord and they said, our God's good and his mercies endures forever, he sent out the singers before the armies and they all stood up and began to praise God with one voice in one accord. Do you know when you're singing amazing grace, you're in one accord. Hallelujah. Do you know that? We're all singing the one same thing. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord told me that the other day. Bless God. I've been singing better ever since. Hallelujah. Do you notice that, Mother Pearl? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, singing the Word of God, that's why we sing out of the Scriptures. That's why we sing out of the Scriptures. A person that will not praise God will not be a good receiver. Do you know that? A person that will not lift their hands, praise God, they will not be a good receiver. Do you know that? Amen. Hallelujah. Did I hear an amen on that? Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. A present testimony. A continual present testimony of what God is doing for you now. Amen. Praise God. That's why it's so important. Children's church, to teach them kids how to how to praise God in children's church. Do you know that? You have to teach them. You have to teach them. They won't just just cause you brought them up in church. You know, most uh People around churches, they have just as many problems, just as many troubles as anybody else. Usually the kids get in trouble quicker than anybody else. When I was coming up, everybody always talked about them PKs, them preacher's kids. Amen. Worst ones in school. Do you know that? Why? Because the devil fights them and they they think, well, he's saved. You know, bless God, I've raised him up in church. I brought him to church. I've had a many Pentecost pe- person tell me, well, I carried him to church. I made him go to church every Sunday. I made him go to prayer meeting. I made him do that. Did you ever teach him something? Did you teach him something? How good and pleasant it is to praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. Teach him how to do something. Show him the good side of our God instead of making someone do something all the time. Hallelujah. Inspire him to want to go. Amen. Hallelujah. Most folks think when they went to church, well, I done paid my dues for the week. Well, I done paid that off. Now next week I'll have to do it again. Sunday will be up. Man, I can't wait to get out of that place. Amen? Hallelujah. To stay, listen to me, to stay charged up in your spirit. You ought to get you some healing scriptures and meditate on them all the time. Keep you two or three. Meditate on them all the time. Talk them to yourself all the time. Over and over and over and over. Talk them to yourself. Himself took my infirmities. He bare my sickness. See, and when hands are laid on you, you receive. I mean, I've laid hands on people and feel like, well, I laid hands on a piece of concrete. Just like a piece of wood or something. It ain't nothing to it. But I've laid hands on folks that's full of the Word of God. And he just, oh my God, it just snatched something out of you. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. It'll get you too, won't it, Adam? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. When you lay hands, see I can lay hands on, on somebody, I can tell whether they're receiving or not. Mm-hmm. I laid hands on someone the other night, uh, other night and truth said, they didn't receive nothing, did they? No. Well, what are you going to do? Say, look, you didn't receive nothing, numbskull. No, I don't stop in line and teach everybody over again. You can't do that. Right. Amen. Amen. Amen? Amen? But I know when there's a transfer of the anointing. I know when it flows. Amen? And when it flows, blessed be God, there's something on the inside of someone pulling it. Kind of like I live down there in, in, uh, on a strong highway, five miles out that way, half mile down in the country, and I live back in the woods, and i got a switch inside, and I push that, and them lights come on. Do you know that? I flip a switch, and over there at ap and I'm drawing something out of AP&L way uptown. I'm getting it. Amen. See, if you've got something on the inside of you, call the Word of God. When hand's laid on you, switch goes on and it just draws that right out of that transmitter. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. See, most people kind of have it figured like this. See, well, my preacher, he'll, he'll do my believing for me. My preacher, he'll do my praying for me. My preacher, he'll do my laying on the hands. My preacher will do my receiving for But it don't work like that always. Now, he can for a while. But you know, one day the Lord asks folks to grow up. And what you going to do then? What if you're depending on your preacher and he gets transferred or run off? (laughs) Huh? What if he's on the backside of Little Rabbit Australia somewhere? See, you'll have to fly over to Australia to get prayed for. See? Kind of like a woman told me one time, she had five children, said, oh, Brother Solon said, guess where I'm going or where are you going? I'm going to India. How come you're going to India? Oh, said a, 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 a prophet prophesied over me and said I'm supposed to go preach the gospel in India. I said, is that right? You better get him to go with you. Well, when you get over there and get in trouble, he can prophesy you back home. <laughs> Tell you on the front. Amen. Well, that's the same way. If you're depending on your preacher, you better carry him around with you. Amen? Hallelujah. But if you're depending on Jesus and the Word of God, it don't matter where you're at, you can get anything that anybody else can get. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, praise God. Building yourselves up. Staying full of the Word of God. Jude, the 20th verse, little chapter of Jude, 20th verse said, Building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Do you know I pray in the Holy Ghost every day of my life? Every day. Since I got filled with the Holy Ghost, every day I pray in the Holy Ghost. Every day. Why? Because he said, Building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Well, how will praying in the Holy Ghost build up your faith? You know how it'll do it? Because the Holy Ghost is the teacher of the Word and the more you pray in the Holy Ghost, the more of this He can unveil and un, uh, enlighten you to, praise God. A person that in the Holy Ghost will understand the Word of God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, when I first come around Pentecost people after I got the Holy Ghost, I prayed in the Holy Ghost every day. Every day. Most most all day long. I was praying in the Holy Ghost. Man, hallelujah. He said, well, you can't do that. Oh, yes, I can. Well, you can't do that unless the Lord makes you do it. He didn't make me do anything. He said, I, I will pray with the Holy Ghost. I will sing with the Holy Ghost. said, I will. And I'm an I. Hallelujah. He didn't say the Holy Ghost will make you do anything. Amen. Someone said, Why you be starting out in the flesh. How many of you here ain't still in the flesh? Anybody here just straight spirit? Let's see you. Any of y'all ain't in the st- Amen. Can you say amen? amen? Hallelujah. I start out in the flesh. Praise God. Hallelujah. I just start out, but it ain't long till I hit the fire of Almighty God. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What is it? I will pray with the Spirit and I'll pray with the understanding also. I will. Amen. Amen. Building yourselves up. Staying built up. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Every day of your life, pray in the Spirit. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, Jesus went there to his hometown of Nazareth and said he couldn't do any miracles there. Could there do no mighty miracles? Because of their unbelief. Their unbelief stops them. See, wrong thinking. You know if, if you, th- you know, if a person thinks, well, God might have put this sickness on me to teach me something, you can't get them healed. Do you know that? You cannot. If you think I've done something wrong, if you think that I haven't been the right kind of Christian, that I failed in some kind of way, I hadn't been uh, the kind of person I ought to have been, And I should have been more regular in church. I should have paid my tithes. I should have been more faithful. I should have done more witnessing. I should have You can say all them kind of things. If you get that kind of thinking in your head, it short-circuits the power of Almighty God. You've got to balance that thing out. Bless God, I should have done all that, and I repent, and Lord, I'm pressing on towards that mark. I'm shooting for your best now. Blessed be God, and I know that I'm a son of the living God, the righteousness of Almighty God. I've been made in righteousness and true holiness, praise God I stand before you clean pure because of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ hallelujah, Then, when you know that you walk boldly into the throne of grace, just lay hands on me I got that I got me a dose of that, praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah praise God praise God Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. To hold a charge, to hold a charge, now listen to to hold a charge, you're going to have to know how faith works. See, I prayed for folks and blessed God, the healing power of God came upon them, blessed God, and, and, and they were totally healed. And before they get set back down, those symptoms come back and they think, well, I don't guess I was healed. I don't guess I really got it. I thought I did. I felt something. See? But the Word of God says, therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. You hold on to believing you receive when hands are laid on you. You keep the switch of faith on always. How can you do that? You're going to have to have the Word of God in your heart to do that. You've got to have specifically. I've asked a many Christians, what word are you standing on, dear sister? well I'm standing on the promises of God yes I understand that what, specific, what scripture are you using well what was that when Jesus said well I don't know he said a lot of things which one are you what have you got that you're standing on what is your, what's your case built on well I love the Lord well I understand that I love the Lord too but what are you standing on what scriptures do you have what have you got if, I, if the devil come right now and said, I'm fixed to kill you, what would you do? Oh, brother son, you'd pray for me, wouldn't you? <laughs> See? See, that's what I'm telling you. You've got to have the word of God for your own self personally. See, faith, faith comes one way. It don't come by you hearing me preach. Faith comes by you hearing and hearing by the Word of God. You personally hearing that Word of God in your heart, that's mine. That's mine right there. When you read that Word of God, said that's mine. That's talking about me right there. Bless God. That's when it comes alive in your heart. That's when hands are laid on you and you receive. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, Mark eleven twenty three. 23, he said, Whosoever shall say, 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 say with his mouth, be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. Whosoever shall say unto this problem, this mountain, this mountain, no matter whether it's a sickness, a financial need, what the problem is, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. Well, how are you going to keep from doubting in your heart? You're going to have to put the word of God in your heart. The word of God produces what? Faith. Faith is going to have to put the word of God in his mouth. Amen. Amen. He's got to put God's word. See, God's word will never fail. He's got to put that, he's gonna have to believe that whatsoever things he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Then Jesus said, Therefore I say. Yeah. See? Therefore I say. He said, You can have what you say. And then he said, Therefore I say. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them. See, you've got to believe you receive when hands are laid on you. I had a friend. Husband, wife, team that were in the ministry, real gifted uh, musicians, and he was an outstanding teacher, and they sang and played together, and sickness came upon her body, and she had hands laid on her, and uh, she just went on by the business, she just believed she received, but two or three days later, she wasn't getting any better, and she said, bless God, I know that when hands were laid on me, the healing power of God went into me, and I know it'll affect the healing. And the Lord give her a song. Hands were laid on me in the mighty name of Jesus. And death gave way to liberty. Praise God. You remember that song? Oh, bless God. Hallelujah. Hands were laid on me in the mighty name of Jesus. See, you've got to understand. That word of God's got to be alive in you. You've got to get a hold to it. If you'll put it in your heart, it's already living. You ain't got to work it up any kind of way. You take the word of God and put it in your heart. It's alive. Bless God and hands laid on you, it'll suck that anointing. Praise God, it'll just draw it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well glory, 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 hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Praise God, praise God. Uh, We was in Shreveport a few years back and uh, Kenneth Copeland, the anointing of God, he was preaching there in, in, in the Civic Center. And the anointing of God came on him so strong that he couldn't stand under the power of God. And they held him up for a while, you know. You ever seen anyone couldn't stand up under the power of God and try to preach? He tried to preach. And, you know, he looked just like a drunk man. And he couldn't preach. And he's all this way and that way. And they, he finally said, go put me somewhere. And they went and put him in bed. And his wife got up and preached a sermon, you know. And, and. uh I said it as a sermonette, and my wife didn't like that. But it wasn't it wasn't the best I would ever heard. But it you know it beat you know it beat a snowball you know it was it wasn't you know anyway. After the service, one of the members of his team came and asked me to lay hands on the sick, and so I started on one end laying hands on sick, and a grandmother, a grandmother believing God had brought a little three year old baby with cerebral palsy. And she had clawed herself day and night. I said, what is all them scars and scratches? All She had scratched herself and clawed. She said she neither sleeps day nor night. She claws herself day and night. And she stunk. She didn't smell bad. She stunk. I don't know whether that's proper or stank. She stank. (laughs) I mean, it's pitiful. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, it's a pitiful odor. Pitiful odor. And she brought that baby, said, I brought this baby to be healed. I said, bless God, hon, and he'll be healed. Hallelujah. And I picked it up, and, and it was a spirit. It was a devil. And I cast that devil out of her. And a young man that was walking along with me, name was Kenny Mac, I just turned and handed their, the child to him and walked on. And as I began to lay hands on folks, he said, what am I going to do with her? I said, the command has been given, and she has to be set free. And I just turned, and it was some dark looking people, Mexicans or something, Philippines, and I began to lay hands on them to get the Holy Ghost. And five of them received the Holy Ghost and, 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 as I was laying hands, and the fifth one came out, hollered, woo, hallelujah. And that devil left and he set her down and the little three year old girl could walk straight hallelujah. to grandma, <laughs> hallelujah. Why, now why, now why? This folks over at, at McGee, Arkansas, when I was preaching, they brought a girl I told her, I said, now bring her back tomorrow night. Bring her back tomorrow night. I'm going to pray for her and that anointing will stay in her. Well, they didn't even bring her back. They didn't bring her back. You know what? Because they didn't believe it. But here's grandma said, I come to bring my granddaughter and she'll be healed. I come to get something. Hallelujah. Something about faith will cause the power of God to flow in your behalf. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise be unto God. Well, someone shout Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let me, let me share one more scripture before we close. Turn with me, if you will, to James, the third chapter. Hebrews, then James. James, the third chapter. Looking in the 13th verse. Said, who's a wise man? How many of you want to be wise? Who's a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if ye have bitter envy and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. Now listen to me. Where envy and strife and confusion is, it'll drain the very life out of you. Do you know that? It'll drain the life out of you. And you won't be able to receive from Almighty God. Be, it'll drain every bit of the life out of that battery. You can lay hands on you and you can get a little something, but it won't last long. Do you understand that? It won't last long. If there is confusion or envy and strife and that kind of thing in the home, you can get someone healed, but they'll be back in the prayer line before, you, before it gets dark. won't do a bit of good. won't be any good. Well, what am I going to do? I can't have it. My husband's an arguer. My husband's a gripper. Well, bless God, it takes two to argue. It takes two to gripe. It has takes two to have confusion. Amen. Oh. Amen. See, that's why I don't ever have confusion around my house because I always shut up. <laughs> I always threaten my life. You better shut up. Amen. (laughs) Drain the life out of you. Drain the life. Let me tell you something else. Ben, I I got one in pastor sermons tonight. This ain't no big time hard down revival sermon. But let me tell you something. If you're doing something that your partner don't like, do you know that may be draining the very life out of them? Do you know that? You know, I've seen folks. I've seen folks talk so much that they drain the life out of you. Did you know that? You lie if you want to, but it's the truth. Amen. This talk you talk the horns off of a nanny goat. <laughs> Do you know that? It'll drain the life out of your partner. You know, it may be something you're doing that'll, that'll rob the blessings of your home. See, a home's got to be working together. Amen. If your partner's doing something you don't like, say, honey, I, let me show you this. Would you do this? Would you straighten this up? Amen. You heard me tell it. Me and my wife, when we first got saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, bless God, we made up our mind. If I do something that, that don't line up with the Word of God, tell me. I want to get it straight. Amen. Anything don't please you, tell me. I want to get it straight. Amen. And we worked like that for a long time. And it got where I was the only one getting told anything. You know. <laughs> Amen. You know, I wasn't quite as sanctified as I am now. I come in one one evening and, you know, and she said, I want to tell you something. I said, yeah, I done heard all I'm listening to. And I reached and I went to saying things and I looked over and said, who said that in my house? And I was throwing ice potatoes and she took off. You say, (laughs) yeah, I was preaching. Been preaching about three, four months. Say, you done that? Yeah, just like you did. Amen. You don't think I just all of a sudden just got sanctified the minute I got saved. Just everything just changed. See, that computer up there in your head has to be reprogrammed. You have to put the word of God in there to change that thing or you'll have that same stinking thinking in your head that you always had. Amen. Amen? Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Y'all getting anything out of this? Amen. All right. Hallelujah. Praise God. The law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus will set us free from the law of sin and death. Amen. Proverbs 18, 21 said, life and death are in the power of the tongue, and those that love it will those that love it will eat the fruit thereof. So, life and death. Watch what you say. Put the word of God. Don't speak things out your mouth you don't know what you're talking about. Put what the Word of God says in your mouth. Talk over your children the Word of God. Talk over your husband. Say what the Word of God says. Don't know them after the flesh. Know them after what the new birth's all about. Amen. Start saying how you want them to be. Praise God. Find your scriptures that covers that situation. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where did y'all get anything out of this? Hold in a charge. Hold in a charge. Meditate. Study. Praise Him. Get your scripture. Praise God for everything with prayer and supplication with. Thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God that passes all understanding. will Keep your minds and hearts. See, if you'll be a praiser, it'll build a wall around your mind and other things will not enter in. See, praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Well, stand up on your feet. Hallelujah. Well, give the Lord a hand clap.